Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today's topic was a request and um, somebody asked on Instagram, can you talk about how to let go of toxic relationships? And I love this subject because I think most of us have been in a situation that feels uh, unhealthy. And so I'm going to really dive into that today. Um, I also want to say this is interesting. I actually recorded this podcast yesterday and I put it up and I published it. And I woke up this morning and the first thought that was in my head was I left out a vital part. And so my guidance actually came through and I was like, please, I just want to leave it up. (laughs) I just want to leave it where it is. And my guidance was like, re-record this, re-record it because it's actually quite important. So here we go, diving in. Um, First, let's do what I like to do with every gathering, with every uh, podcast, although I've missed it a few times and with each workshop and class that I teach. Let's just take a moment to breathe and be centered in the moment. So go ahead and take a deep breath. And feel your body. Feel your ribcage expanding. Feel how good it feels, how delicious it is to let this air into your body and have it circulate through your bloodstream. Feel your body, feel grateful for it. Be where you are right now. And if you closed your eyes, you can go ahead and open them. I just like to take that brief moment because that brief moment sets us up for the rest of the hour that we'll go, that we're going to be on this podcast and the rest of our day sometimes. It's really, really good to take a moment and be present. It allows us to listen on multiple levels and be open to new things, to things that we might not have heard or been present for otherwise. So let's talk about toxic. First of all, I want to introduce this whole topic by letting you guys know that I actually don't agree with the term toxic um, in terms of toxic people, toxic relationships. Um, because what that does is it really pigeonholes, uh, something it really, it really classifies it. So we don't have any room to move within it. And what I really see, what I really believe in is that there are infinite possibilities with every person, with every relationship. Um, and so it's not inherently toxic, 
but, um, you know, there's something maybe unhealthy about it or something that's quite damaging and that's okay to believe, you know, but I don't want to get into this trap of believing that a relationship or a person is toxic because, you know, we're all infinite. We're shifting, we're moving. We have many, many, many choices within us in any given moment. And so, by removing that label, we can be open to more possibility. So I just first want to say that I'm not going to really be re- relating to it in terms of toxic, but I did um, put that in the title so that people would know what I was talking about. And I just put quotes around it so that, um, you know, I had some wiggle room there. So what is what we call a toxic relationship? It is something, it is a relationship in which we consistently feel bad, right? So we're just, we're not feeling good. We're not feeling amplified. We're not feeling at our best. We're not being brought into um, our higher frequency states, right? So that is what I would consider a toxic relationship, something that's making us consistently not feel good. And I want to say here that we also need to be careful that It's not the person that's making us feel any certain way. It is not the relationship that's making us feel any certain way. It is our interpretation, our response to what is happening. That's always the case. So pull your energy back in. If you're feel if you're listening to this because you're you're in the middle of a toxic, what we would call toxic relationship, pull your energy back, pull it back, pull it back, and bring it within right? That's, that's where you are. And that's where all relationships are formed. They're within. We live in a quantum universe. Everything is from our own perception, right? So just pull it back a little bit. So the second part of this is, um, and I, and I want to let you guys know, I'm going to take you down a little rabbit hole right now. Uh, I'm going to ask a series of questions that's getting us deeper and deeper into the root of what we call toxic relationships and how to remove ourselves from those situations. So the second part of this question, how do we let go of a toxic relationship is letting go. And why is it that we have a hard time letting go of something that doesn't feel good? What is that about? That doesn't make any logical sense because I don't really believe in logic either. I think we make all of this stuff up, but why do we need help letting go of something that's not healthy, that's making us consistently feel bad. What's that about? Well, when we are in these so-called toxic relationships, what is inherent in that is there tends to be an element of addiction. So addiction, we're addicted to it. We keep going back because there's something there that's unfulfilled. We keep going back because there's something that that we're trying to manage or control, or understand deeper, right? So there's something that's pulling us back again and again because it's not fulfilled. And that creates an element of addiction. So let's take it down a little bit further. Let's go into why is addiction created? Why do we keep going back? What is that element that's making us want to go back again and again and again? A new definition of addiction. I'm going to give this to you right here. Addiction is the desire to give our power away to something outside of ourselves. So if we are going back and going back and going back and trying to 
manage or fulfill something that's not being fulfilled there. And this is true about relationships with family members that aren't feeling good, love relationships, romantic relationships, um, all, you know, work, any sort of friendship, any sort of relationship. This is true of if you keep going back and back, it's because you've given your power to that person or that situation and you're trying to continuously manage it or control it. And you're trying to get the fulfillment that you are seeking by giving your power to somebody else. So you're trying to get something fulfilled there. But what's happened is you've put your power into that situation. And that's why you have to keep going back to that source. And I'll tell you that this is true of addiction in all forms. Addiction to a drug addiction to a behavior, addiction to anything means that we have put our power outside of ourselves. We've put it into something else. And then we struggle with it because we still want that power, but we're unable to be in it because we've given it outside. We've given it to something outside of ourselves. So I'm going to talk just a little bit about why we give our power away. And, uh, but well, first I actually want to say, what is our power? What is our power? Our power is our unconditional states. So this is the bottom of the rabbit hole. We finally gotten to it. Our power is our unconditional states because our power is who we are on our true frequency. So that's our power. So We can access our power through our unconditional states. We can recognize that we are empowered truly and deeply when we are holding our unconditional states within, when we are actively engaged in those unconditional states of love, unconditional joy, unconditional peace. That's us, our true higher selves. When we're in it, we're in our power and our higher self is an unconditional being, not, not pulled by the effects of the outside world, right? That's a lot to aspire to. I recognize that. And so the, this brings me back to why do we give our power away? Well, because our power can be overwhelming. Our power can be, um, overwhelming. What do we do with our power? What do we do with our truth? You know, how do we live our purpose? These are questions that are very overwhelming for a lot of people or or for all of us at different times in our lives. And so we seek to give it away. We want someone else to manage it and take care of it for us um, by loving us instead of us loving ourselves. We give that away by expecting someone else to bring us happiness, right? Because unconditional joy can be accessed at any time because that's who we truly are. But so often we don't know that and we get um, caught up in the human reality. And oh man, it's, it's totally okay that we do this because we're in a human reality. <laughs> That's where we're existing right now. And so it's okay. In fact, it's part of the process. It's exactly what we came here to do. We came here to get lost and then to kind of, you know, bring ourselves back and learn from it and experience what it feels like to be an individual and to be separate. I talk about this a lot in my book, The Era of the True Creator, in that 
kind of the whole process of this land, of this life, of this land, of this life is to get a little bit disconnected from our God state in that we're going into these denser realities and we're forming ourselves as these individuals, but we're really just facets of one or facets of one learning through individuality. So it's really okay. Give yourself a break. I'm giving you a break right now. I'm giving you lots of love. If you're listening to this and feeling like, oh, how did I get so entrenched in this toxicity, this thing that doesn't feel good to me? Well, because we're human and that's exactly what we came here to do is to play around with all of these lower vibratory states and see what's happening. See what's up. It's totally okay. But we give our power away because it's overwhelming. It is confusing to know what to do with it, how to serve our purpose. We get lost in that sometimes. So we try and give it to other people or um, other things. It can also be that we give our power away because we're confused, um, because it's a habit that we formed early on. So we're all taught from a very early age how to behave in the world, how to behave in life. And so often we are taught things that aren't really healthy for us. We're taught by observing relationships outside of ourselves that we give our power away, that our spouse or our boss or our friends um, or our family is responsible for our happiness, is responsible for telling us where to go and what to do. And so we continue those cycles. So there, you know, there are a lot of reasons that we do it. And there are a lot of paths of pulling back into our power and healing from this. Um, so, you know, just kind of give yourself a moment and examine, you know, why am I giving my power away? What is it that I'm hoping to do here? Um, what is it that if I take my power back, what am I afraid of? Right. And this is how we start the process of healing from this process of healing from these, uh, relationships in which we've given our power away through our addiction to trying to have that relationship serve us in a way that it's not meant to serve us and it can't serve us, right? When we give our power away, nobody can do anything with it the way that we can do something with it. And we inherently know that. And that's why even when we give it away, we struggle with it. We struggle with it because inside we know that we are the only ones that can access those unconditional states. Nobody outside of us can really bring us into those unconditional states. People can activate us. There are definitely awakening activators, and that's so beautiful. I That is one of my um, manifestation purposes. Each day when I wake up, I say, you know, help me to awaken those around me. Help me to bring my vibration into a state where others around me are lifted up and brought to greater states of awakening and greater states of consciousness. So we can help each other. That's for sure. We are all always affecting each other. However, nobody can do that for us. It's absolutely not possible. If we're not open to it, we won't receive it. If we're not in a place within ourselves where we want that, it won't happen. And that's beautiful. We have ultimate choice. 
We are the masters of our own reality. We are the creators of our own reality to the place of awakening. And we all have that control, even if it's not on a human conscious level, if it's on our higher self-conscious level often, and sometimes it is on a human conscious level. So yeah, let's, let's move into the healing process. Let's move into the, um, consciousness process of how we move through something that's not serving us because we, we do, uh, and we're lucky we're it, this is good when we reach a point where it's so uncomfortable that we need to move on. This is, this is great. This is great. Even though it's, it sucks and it's hard, but we do move into a place where we're like, okay, I'm ready to move forward. This is so uncomfortable. And sometimes we want both. And I call this being a trapeze artist, uh, but unsuccessfully. So sometimes we want both. We want to hold on to the old and we want to move forward. And that's, that's fine. Our brains are programmed to want to hold on to the old, want to hold on to the familiar. Um, sometimes even painful familiar is more comfortable than moving forward into the unknown. And, you know, that's our brain chemistry. It's our physiology. It's just how we're built as humans. But yeah, I like to call this the trapeze artist, the unsuccessful trapeze artist, because can you imagine flying through the air on a trapeze and then the other trapeze swings forward and you grab onto it, but you don't let go of the last one and you're not going to go anywhere. You're just going to hang there in the air, suspended in this uncomfortable, stretched out place. So, man, I have been there so many times. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to let go of this, but I do want to move forward. So it's okay. It's okay. Just having that desire to move forward is the first step. So talking about these in steps, I've got five steps here for you. The first step is the desire, and the desire has to come from within. It has to come from within, and it's a desire to love yourself. So that spark of desire is this aha moment where we say, wait a minute, there's more love that I can feel inside of myself, and I want that. I want that. It's that the inner yearning to be who we truly are. So that comes from within. And one of the things that I realized when I was going through something like this, when I was pulling myself out of um, you know, a situation that didn't feel good. It wasn't serving my highest good. And it was time for me to move forward. I had this realization. I don't want you. I want me. And when we can get to that place of wanting ourselves more than we want this other relationship, even if it's just, you know, um, a small percentage more, you know, even if it's, 49% and 51%. That's okay. When we have that realization that I want myself, I want my true self more than I'm desiring this person or this situation or this thing outside of myself, that's where we start to really shift. That's where we start to move forward. So I don't want you. I want me. That's pretty key. Um, Take a moment to recognize where your self-love is. This is, you know, coming, all of this is coming from within. Take a moment to recognize where is your self-love, right? So if you're giving your 
your power away, there's a lowering of your self-love. And just take a moment and even on a scale of one to 10, where is my self-love? You know, um, is it at a two when it's really normally at an eight? Has this relationship sort of spiraled me into a lot of self-loathing? And that can be really insightful. That can be really helpful. Where is my self-love? Um, let yourself be surprised by that. You know, if you are someone who normally has a high amount of self-love and suddenly your self-love is really being dragged down and questioned within yourself because of this relationship or this situation, you know, that's, that's good insight that will give you some of that clarity that maybe makes you desire to want, uh, or desire to move back into your true self and to disengage from some of these unhealthy patterns. So, um, or maybe you're someone who your self-love is normally at a two and suddenly you realize that you've had this pattern for your whole life, that your self-love is pretty low and, and you can always work on that. Always work on that. These unconditional states are available to us at all times. It is who we truly are. I am love. You are love. You know, it's just who we are. In fact, I could just stop at I am, right? And that's the truth. That's the truth of who we are. So step number two is let yourself take time. Don't beat yourself up if you're realizing that you keep slipping into old behaviors, right? It's okay. Let yourself take time. Um, There's so much that needs to catch up. We've got multiple layers that we're dealing with um, within ourselves that need to catch up. Multiple layers of reality. We've got our physical body that is physiologically being um, affected by all of our relationships, by everything that we experience in life. Our physical body is experiencing it. And it can take more time for our physical body to catch up and to shift and to release some of these old things that are causing us to reach out to give our power away. Um, we have our psychology, our mental state, we have our emotional state, all of those things. And even our spirit, our spirit can take some time to heal. You know, you hear these stories about people who have passed on and there is a sort of healing room or a waiting room where after our spirit leaves the body in this lifetime, we go into a, a moment of healing, you know, and there are actual, um, you know, from, from clairvoyance or people who, who deal with the afterlife, you know, some people go into a place of where it's almost like a hospital room. I've heard it described or a really wonderful little, um, room with a bed. <laughs> it's interesting. I, I don't know how all this works, but, um, where people go in and it's just healing time and they just rest because their life was really difficult for them and their spirit needs some time to rest. So even in this lifetime, if we go through something that's maybe a bit traumatic, you know, and trauma can hit us during so many situations. So you may have experienced trauma from this relationship um, simply by, you know, trauma exists. Here's a new definition of trauma. Trauma exists when we 
you know, go to, when we dip into lower states of, um, self-love, when we're not in those deep states of self-love, our body feels trauma. It is traumatic to be separated from our God essence. That's why we feel trauma. When we are separated from our God essence, we don't feel self-love. We don't recognize that we are God, right? The, this is traumatic. And so anytime that we're really separated from ourselves and we're not feeling good and we're giving our power away, that can be a traumatic experience. So let yourself heal on multiple levels and recognize that it may take some time for you to break this pattern within yourself, that it can take some time to heal that addiction and to learn new processes. So be patient, allow yourself to see that you're making a steady progression Um, you know, I have friends that when I'm going through things, they're saying, well, you've taken a couple steps back, but you are moving forward. You know, you've taken five steps forward. So allow yourself to see, even if you're having a hard day, even if you're slipping into old patterns, you've taken steps forward and you're going to take a few steps back. It's just part of the process because we're gathering information, we're learning, and we're breaking patterns. And that can just take some time to heal on multiple levels. Use it as an opportunity to sort of investigate and learn uh, from this experience, right? So it's going to take some time. Just allow yourself to investigate and learn from it. It's okay. So this moves me into the next part, which is let yourself grieve, right? Let those processes happen. And I'm going to talk about um, spiritual bypassing in a minute, but we really don't want to just jump into the cosmic perspective. We can jump into the cosmic perspective, but we don't want to um, let go of the human experience. We want to allow the human experience. Sadness, having emotionality around something that's difficult that we're processing is absolutely okay. In fact, it's part of, as I said at the very beginning, part of the reason that we incarnated to have these experiences, to have emotions, to have an earth experience where we're interacting with people, we're bumping into people and we're causing trouble and we're, you know, um, these beautiful beings that we're interacting with that are our soulmates, that are our friends on the cosmic level you know, we're creating damage with each other here on the physical. It's part of the game. It's part of how we actually share love. And that's a trip. So I'm going to go into that. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but, um, let yourself grieve. You know, we've got these different stages of grieving. We've got denial and anger and bargaining and, uh, depression, sadness, all of those things, and they go out of order, you know, um, some, some days we're going to feel elated. We're going to feel great moving out of a, a relationship that's not serving us. And then the next day we might feel terrible and we might think, why am I going back and forth? You know, have I made any progress? Well, yes. Remember there's that steady progression, but we're going to have a grieving process. And as I said before, it's on multiple layers We're going to be grieving through our physical body, our emotional body and mental bodies and our spirit, right? These are all different layers that we're going to need to allow this process to move through. 
But the beautiful thing is that this is all part of learning. And we can use this um, process as something that we view with fascination. When we view something with fascination, we're being a true creator. We are inviting the process to teach us something without placing a dualistic judgment on it. So view something with fascination, with awe, even if you're crying your eyes out because, you know, something's not working and it's just so uncomfortable and it's so painful. Take a moment and view it with fascination. Wow. What is this teaching me? How is this bringing me closer to who I truly am? Because it is because it is, because all things are, it's inevitable. (laughs) We're all moving that direction. It's like, uh, kind of impossible not to. Okay. So here is a tip. This is tip number four. And this is, you know, kind of more of a life-based, um, human reality based tip, but it is so effective, effective. It is so powerful. And you know, tip number four is switch your life up. Give yourself new things to do. So one of the things that I've done when I've gone through healing um, relationships or ending relationships is um, I, I start running. And so recently I've actually started this practice of running every morning. Oh my God, it is so good. It's so good. When I'm running, I do, I'm doing it just for me. I'm feeling empowered. I'm pulling my power back inside of myself and I'm feeling joyful and happy and, and just so grateful for my body. And, you know, it releases endorphins and it's got all these physical benefits to it. So I love that I've incorporated that in my life and I do it just for me. So that's very empowering. It's all for me. So switch your life up, make some new friends, reconnect with friends that maybe you've lost through this process of diving into an unhealthy relationship, diving into your addictions, make some friends or connect with old ones. Um, and you know, do social things or, you know, create a new hobby, do something that is fulfilling to you. Um, and engage with it because, you know, you just want to break the cycle a little bit. So it's, it's, you know, it's very human based, but it is very helpful. Do something new, you know, start your day with a new routine or, you know, make a new connection, start a new hobby, really, really effective, really effective. Probably one of the most effective things that I can tell you (laughs) because we are in human reality. So start something new. Okay, so here is tip number five, and this is um, what I'm going to leave you with, and this is really big. Bring yourself into a cosmic perspective. View this whole situation from a cosmic perspective. Now, like I said a minute ago, you don't want to skip a step. When you skip the human experience, you deny the human experience, you deny your emotionality, you deny your physical healing, You deny, you know, that it's painful and that it's hard and you don't allow yourself to feel those things. That's spiritual bypassing. We can't jump ahead and we can't ignore our human existence, right? But we are multidimensional, so we can have all of it. We can recognize the human experience and 
go to the cosmic experience. And what I mean by going to that cosmic experience is moving into those unconditional states, viewing everything as life is a beautiful game, a sacred game that we're playing with each other. How is this person or this thing serving me? How is it that I can pull my power back and be in an unconditional state? What is it about this situation that is for my highest good? Those, when we move ourselves into a cosmic perspective, we're no longer blaming. Actually moving ourselves into a cosmic perspective puts us in a place where we're taking full responsibility for our part in the situation because there's nowhere to place the blame when we're in a cosmic uh, perspective. We can't say, oh, that person made me unhappy or, oh, you know, if I had just never met this person, then I wouldn't have ever felt this way. No, we're, we're active co-creators. We are creating a reality. And this is so beautiful. This isn't something that we need to feel a sense of shame or martyrdom or sadness or victimhood around. This is beautiful. We move into this cosmic perspective and we say, wow. Thank you, my friend, for activating this deep pain inside of me so that I can recognize myself in a new way, so that I can see myself, so that I can feel that sense of, oh my God, this feels like absolute shit. I want to change. So what we end up saying is thank you. And I posted this uh, on Instagram maybe a couple weeks ago that true forgiveness looks like gratitude. When we are really in that cosmic place, we're actually so grateful for all of these people that we are interacting with that are maybe on the human level. It feels like they're causing us pain, right? But they're our soul brothers and sisters. They are our cosmic co-creators. They are people and beings and situations that have brought themselves into our lives so that we can learn something that we really wanted to learn, to motivate us, to guide us back to our true selves. That's the cosmic perspective. The cosmic perspective is thank you. Thank you so much for activating me in this way. I am deeply indebted to you, right? I love you. That is the cosmic perspective. We take full responsibility. We go into those unconditional states of being. That is the cosmic perspective. Pull your power back in. Meditate. Feel it. Feel your power. Feel who you truly are. Unconditional love. Unconditional peace. Unconditional joy. That's you. That's who we all are. And let this be a catalyst for greater awakening, for greater consciousness. Don't beat yourself up that you got yourself into this situation. That's just going to keep you there, right? Oh, why did I do this? Oh, oh, oh. and then we just stay there examining why we did it forever, right? So it's a balance. We want to heal on the human level, but as I say in my book, we don't want to get stuck in shadow work. We're not supposed to stay there for the rest of our lives. We're not supposed to stay in this place of constantly diving into our past and asking those questions of why did I do this? Well, it kind of doesn't matter sometimes. Just let yourself move into that cosmic perspective. 
But like I said, we don't want to do any of that spiritual bypassing where we're denying. So if an emotion is coming up, if you're feeling something, then feel it. Let yourself feel it. Really let yourself feel it. And then remember your cosmic perspective as well, because you are all of it. You are a multidimensional being. And this human experience with all its pain, with all its pleasure is helping us expand. I like to explain our awakening more in terms of expansion than, um, you know, something like higher frequency. So while it's true that we are moving into higher and higher frequency states, our human mind often interprets higher frequency and lower frequency as better and worse. And that's not the truth. Lower frequency simply exists and higher frequency simply exists. And it's true that higher frequency feels better. (laughs) So it is part of our progression as a human to go to things that feel better. And those are higher frequency states. However, what we're doing is we're integrating. We're not moving in one direction. We're actually expanding. It's more spherical. Although, you know, I'm talking about multiple dimensions. I'm not just talking about a three-dimensional experience. So we're expanding beyond time and space. We're expanding beyond size. That's a trip. Maybe I'll do a podcast just on that, that time and space and size disappear when we expand. Whew. I can't even talk about it right now because it puts me in that state and it really starts my mind spinning. Um, But, you know, suffice it to say that we are expanding multidimensionally. So we want to integrate. We don't want to deny these experiences. We want to embrace them. Embrace them. That's how we expand. Embrace everything that's occurred. Embrace the addiction. Embrace the fact that you gave your power away. Embrace that you feel disgusted by it. Embrace that you feel depressed by it. Embrace that through the embracing. It's through the embracing and not the denial that we move into higher states of frequency and that we expand in our consciousness. So I'll leave you with that. I love you guys. I hope that this has been of benefit to you. Please be in contact. Let's connect. Find me on social media. I'm on Instagram as Allison Holly Creator. Um, I'm on Facebook and you can also just email me. Uh, my email is allison at allisonholly.com. All right, you guys, lots of love. Have a blessed day. Have a beautiful life. Bye.